One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. It is the final word show. Liverpool lost 5-0 into Aston Villa, um, which is mad because we should be sat here going, oh, my God. It's right, the boys. It's right, the lads. Um, yeah, because Paige actually, be, as you can tell, um, Ben Kelly is here as well. Um, ben, you watched it on the telly. We, we were there. It was mad. It was one of the weirdest games of football ever because... Uh, from every angle, from the way we we had to watch it, the way we supported, the way the team was picked, the way that Villa picked their team, the way that they responded to, to the game, the way their players celebrated the goals, like they just scored in the World Cup final. Uh, yeah, doing dance celebrations. You kidding? You, it's like it reminded me of that Michael Owen uh, skills video yeah. with Neville Southall yeah. when he scores and Neville Southall goes like, "Well, in he's 13. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it did. It was a it was a magic. Yeah, it was. It was really strange. Like even like Sky's coverage sort of told you that, that even they felt it was insignificant because the program started about ten minutes before kickoff. Oh really? And the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the first shot was like them in the tunnel already. You know what I mean? It was like who did they have on? Did they have the, like had, the third team on? They had Jamie Redknapp on it. Um, yeah, for, their for, team. Yeah, yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. the last time he was um, on Sky Sports. I don't know who was presenting it, but yeah, I, like I, I, I missed the first couple of minutes because I was going from my house to the pub to, to to watch the game, and it was strange in the sense of Villa. Villa started the game really nervously, I thought, and the fans seemed nervous as well. Like you know, for the first ten minutes in particular, obviously we go forward and we start quite brightly and Liverpool fans are the ones that are singing and making all the noise and, yeah. and then obviously they get the goal, Villa, and it's, it's a little bit of a fluke but you know from there it seems to settle the nerves and, and they could kick on. Yeah. They had a lot to lose, Villa, in that game really, didn't they? Yeah, everything. And, that, and that's what that's why I think they started like that. I think Ben's absolutely spot on there and Liverpool came out like a house on fire really, you know, they played with the exuberance of youth was a, it was a term we used last night and you know I'm, I'm sure I'll try and get a few more of these in uh, throughout the show but <laughs> we really did play like that and you know we, we were looking to get the ball to Harvey Elliott and we were looking to try and create something through him and he was a massive bright spark I'm sure we're going to talk about him a lot but you know, I'm really proud of the players that, that played last night and, and it's a really great experience for them because Villa Park, first time I've been there, Belzer Stadium, yeah, I love that terrible fans. Yeah, I um, I mean to be fair to them, like they 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 the the league game, the the, the atmosphere was was incredible. I, that's the thing about it, it made it made it for a weird game. Like it, it was just, it was only there was only thirty thousand in the stadium for, for a start. Um, because look, we had about a tenth of that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it was. Um, mm. It was. My, I think I wonder whether our entire game plan was set up. And I I, I said this when we were driving down. Do, do Liverpool go out and do they just knock the ball around and soak it up and play like the main team or do you think we've got one opportunity here one just, shot yeah absolutely and you just go you just 
come out swinging, and I think Liverpool did. And I think Ben, like they won the the pool won the toss and changed ends, kicking towards our fans and everything. It was all geared up for they know it was a bit like the the, the reverse of this, but like the Rocky Balboa one where he, he does his he does his comeback prior to the most prior to Creed and all that, where he goes, you can't last, so we're just gonna make you a really heavy hitter. With this, it's like you know Liverpool are gonna get creamed over ninety minutes. Yeah. The only chance you've got is before they figure out what the hell you're doing or who you are or what you're playing <coughs> is to try and land it, try and nick a goal yeah. or whatever. And that fit with thirteen minutes of fun up until the point where Heavy Kane handballs it. Yeah, there was the, well, there was thirteen minutes of um, me sat in the pub going. Maybe I should have gone. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. imagine if we win. Because yeah. <laughs> obviously Kane has the chance on the left hand side, and Harvey Elliott, I'm sure we'll discuss him in more detail, was like, you know, he creates a couple of opportunities. He has that flash in the pan shot that the keeper actually made two or three really good saves. Yeah. Which on another night, we could have ended up with a couple of goals, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, and, that, and that's the thing, and, that, and that's what I mean, you know, if you go out and you, and you have a go and you play without fear, you know, you, you you might you might have found yourself, and that's all I wanted really for at any point in the evening. Just just a goal, just and, and mm. I think we had a chance dead late on, and it was obviously four nil at that point, and 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 I still found myself going, oh, you know, like as if it was nil nil because all yeah. I wanted was to, like obviously One goal they've got would loads have been to a win. be, they've got yeah they've got loads to be proud about, but just to have something to show for it in terms of a goal would have would have been the. The icing on the cake, really, but you know, it wasn't to be. Yeah, I mean, it was that again. That first eighteen minutes, Chris, I thought they were they were just brilliant, and it was. It, we we talked about it in the in the day. We talked to Jack about it and how there were no team leaks from Liverpool. Um, you know, and and he come pretty close in his prediction for it. So they'd have had a reasonable right idea prediction. of what it was going to be. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> but they. Um, but that was all part and parcel of it. It was all geared towards being as much of a surprise for them as possible. And they were. You know, Harvey Elliott was a bundle of energy down the right. Uh, Keanu Hoover as well. Herbie Kane. Um, Isaac Christie Davies getting into the box. He has a, de- a decent effort as well. And it was, we just it looked, to, well, looked for a bit of shock and awe. And I, I'll, I'll be honest, same with Ben. There was a, a point after five minutes when I was thinking, oh my God, this is possible. This is absolutely possible, and you know the, the lads deserve huge credit for creating that environment. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not I'm not taking anything away, but I said last night on the player rating show, I also feel there was there was a little bit of villain stepping into the unknown mm. and not trying to overcommit and stuff like that, and just playing it a little bit safe in those first few minutes because they didn't know what type of players they were coming up against. They probably didn't know whether the lads were fast, whether they were strong, how they were going to try and attack them and stuff like that. So it felt like they just stepped off a little bit, gave us the ball, worked out whether Longstaff was quick and decided, OK, we're just going to press him and see how he deals with that. Then they had a little bit of a struggle, but you can't take anything away from Liverpool in that first 15 minutes because... They've still got the ball at the feet. They're still trying to press them, Aston Villa, and they're not able to get it. And we're working opportunities, and we're working, we're working Harvey Elliott into space, and we're hoping for something to come from him and stuff. So really good. I mean, you know, even the the fact that we're able to get our fullbacks down the wing, you know, mm. Keanu Hoover overlapping Harvey Elliott and causing them issues there and stuff, just. Just brilliant. Yeah. Just you know that, that there's going to be a few of those lads there who are going to go on and have professional careers. Even because it went it went two nil quite quickly, didn't it? After the first one, but even at two nil, because there was a there was a big gap between the second and third. We looked so dangerous around that right hand side, and yeah. it was down to Harvey Elliott to be yeah. fair. But as you know, as you rightly say there, the the, the ability of, of of Hoover to get beyond that, get to get beyond Elliott at times and overlap. <laughs> I think. 
that's a really dangerous combination, actually, that, that we might see a little bit more between now yeah. and the end. You know, I don't know what the FA Cup run is going to be like, you yeah. know, and, and we'll see how many league games are available at the end of the season, potentially. Um, but, you know, those guys, they seem to be, they seem to be head and shoulders above the rest of that team. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I think in particular, obviously in particular, Elliot. You know, he's he's very easy on the eye, isn't he? But but we, like we really did cause them problems, and and there were periods in that game down that side where it it didn't look. You kind of forget at the times that they are who they are. You know, yeah. Like they were. They, they looked like you know they look like senior players. Yeah, and the the kids. You know, mm. the the very young lads, very very early <laughs> in their careers. I mean, you know, Keanu Hoover's are they both seventeen? No, maybe yeah, yeah, it's still 16. 16. I mean, you look at our front line. I, I think today. I think <laughs> I think I'm right in saying Harvey Elliott was six. Is he doing his Christmas play, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Christmas. No, quizzes. I think it's Christmas jumper day today for them. To be honest, Paul. <laughs> Um, he's, he's shepherd number three in the nativity. <laughs> He'll be wanting fucking number one after last night's performance, yeah. to be fair to him. No, look, Harvey Elliott's 16. I think Longstaff is 17. I think Hill's 18. So the average age of our front three is 17 years old yeah. last night going against men. You know what I mean? And, and Harvey Elliott caused the issues. And he seems to have that abili ability to have time and space on the ball. Mm. And, you know, there was times when Pedro Kiraveya had time and space in the middle of the park. And I felt like, oh, he was dawdling on it. I didn't feel like that when Harvey Elliott was on the ball. I was like, he's waiting for something here. You can understand, you know, he's, he's waiting for a run or something like that. And the ability to, like, flick that little ball over to, I think it's Kane, um, through two men and stuff like that, and we get a shot up. Just fantastic. It's, it's a level of maturity that I don't think, that I think shone through, particularly in that team, but is definitely, definitely unusual for a 16-year-old. He just sees things that other people don't. He I... just sees the bigger picture on the pitch. It's like sometimes he's watching from... The camera angle, yeah. you know, because to, to see that ball and be able to execute it, there's that's a, great. There's a temptation with this to just literally just do a show on Harvey Elliott, and every time we see him play, I feel, I mean, I feel like that. No, absolutely, that, and that's the thing. It's it's impossible not to. I I can't help but think. The more I watch him, I think back to the first time I watched Cesc Fabregas play, because he he made his debut for Arsenal at 16. I'm thinking. He, he, didn't, he didn't look 16. He looked capable of, of competing at the, at the highest level. It's Every where time that, I see Elliot, Fabregas is the interesting one because it's where that, like, if you're good enough, you're old enough line came from, isn't yeah. it? That's what that's what happened with Cesc Fabregas. Yeah. All of a sudden, it was like, no, it doesn't matter his age because he's good enough. Yeah, no, absolutely. I remember watching, it was like, a, God, it was like summer 2004 and I remember watching the first, Arsenal play the first game of the season and he started for Arsenal and just watching it go, he was just pulling the strings, he, he was brave in possession, he always wanted the ball, he was making things happen and Elliot's exact, exactly the same, not the same position, not the same player, but I mean, for a 16-year-old to be able to look that good and it, look, he's got a long way to go in his career and I was saying this about this team last night, there's a chance none of these lads end up playing Premier League football. Because because the, the gap between youth football and, and Premier League football, and particularly the level Liverpool are now at, is ginormous. It's almost as big as the level between us and fucking that. You know, then that's how hard it is to make that step up. Um, but I look at him and I just think he has the potential to be a generational talent. Like he's he just looks that good. He's got pace. He's direct. He's cool under possession. He's got a bit of swagger about him, which is which is very unusual for a, for a young. Yeah, like two minutes in, we get a corner and he's G and the Liverpool fans up. You'd be like, who the fuck are you, mate? But you're not. You're like, go on, son. Go on, have. Yeah, I'll do whatever you ask. You know, which is bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. Um, he's like 
quite comfortably less than half our age and we, we were about to run into battle for we them last night. We're 20 years older than <laughs> I'm, that, I'm yeah. 21 years older than the bastards. years older than yeah, 23 this year. Um, next year, the... Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's, he, he was brilliant. And, and it, for me, Ben, it was his ability to pick a killer ball the amount of times that he is just drift, he just drifts in off that right hand side, and everyone's marked, and he just waves one of his one feet, and somehow the ball ends up either someone running through or someone's getting a head on it or the bit in, in the box bringing it down. It, it that's that's the real talent I think that he's got there. Yeah, yeah. As I say, it's just it, it being able to spot those balls and and having having the no fear approach to, to to try it as well you know and, that, and that's i think what the most impressive thing is and i think you know as you say he's got a bit of swagger he's he probably knows he's the best player in that side so he, he chooses to play like it you know and he's he, and, and and that's the thing that's probably most impressive to the likes of neil critchley i'm sure Klopp was watching over in qatar that there's there's just this like confidence in him that that he, he okay yeah i know i'm good enough to play that ball so what it was like, funny we were joking uh, I was joking at half time. I said, "Oh, I bet, I bet." Like Kitty goes in and goes, "Oh, lads, I've got someone on the phone here." Yes, Jurgen. You know, like, "Oh, Jurgen, yeah, yeah." Yo, no, that, I'll tell them, Jurgen. I'll pass the message on. And it turns out Jurgen actually did message, did, did message them. But it was telling, like, the way Elliot comes out the second half. I think he burns himself out a little bit, like. But he, he was the first ten minutes of the second half. He's. He was doing the Andy Robbo press, where he pressed from like one side of the pitch to to, to the other. Killed himself, and it, it, that was the look of a lad who was like, I, I, I know the manager's watching, I know the world's watching, and this is my this is my platform. Everyone else was basically, it's like someone who writes their own play, and just casts a load of fucking people around them just so they can they can go and take to the stage. That that's what the game the game felt like for me. But he was great. Yeah, he he really was, and look. It, for me, you know, not to riff too much on the points that you've already made, but that that little pass into the box that he did like three or four times, mm -hmm. he's not hitting and hoping. He's not. No. These aren't percentage passes that he's playing here. He's hitting a man, whether it be Herbie Kane's foot or, or Christy Davies or someone's head at the back stick, uh, picking out Longstaff in the centre. That's that's class. Yeah. That's absolutely brilliant. And I disagree that he blew himself out first half because he did that press in the second half about yeah. 65 minutes in from we had the ball in, in, in Keanu Hoover had the ball in our corner flag and he went uh, mid, striker, midfielder, thingy and goalkeeper and you're like, okay, now you've blown yourself yeah, out yeah, on 65. Yeah. It's mad actually. I mean, I know Hoover goes off with cramp, doesn't he? Yeah. Which, which surprised me because he's one of the more senior players in that side in terms of having experience. But like... Like as you say, Elliot's still doing that that press after an hour of, you know, playing against Premier League players as a sixteen-year-old. You know, like I mean, I was sixteen-year-old less time than the new guys were. I I mean, I wasn't like not nowhere near as fit as I could be potentially be now as uh, you know at sixteen. I, I was you know I was doing bleak tests and stuff. And, you know, I did GCSEP, but like your body's still developing. Like to to be at that level of fitness at sixteen yeah. when he reaches when. You should be reaching your peak levels of yeah. fitness I, at 21, 22. You know, he's going to be a hell of a player. Elite, elite sports people. Mm. I remember Wayne Rooney's a good example. I think Gerard had a bit of this as well. Is like, but the, the Rooney example always stands out to me. Is Wayne Rooney was was as fast as he needed to be in any given situation. He like he was 
like rage powered. You know, like so if he was in a one on one, he became strong enough to win the one on one that he was in. And I think Elliot's got a little bit of that about him. Is that he? You know, it, it was it was his, it was just his game. It was his, it, I say it was his stage. He had to go out there and show that he was the best player on the pitch. Because if he doesn't look like the best player on the pitch, then the odds of him getting in the Liverpool team are very, very, yeah. very minimal. Um, and yeah, anyway, let's let's we, we touched upon him. Let's talk about Hooper as well, um, Ben, because that another incredibly composed performance. The pair of them linked up wonderfully. Mm-hmm. I mentioned it on the I think it was the player rating show. The bravery and possession of both of them. They were happy to take a man on. They were happy to receive the ball marked. They were happy to play little tight, you know, playing tight space rondos, getting themselves out of trouble. At no point did you see him see Keanu Hoover lose his head mm. and just do something rash or stupid or you know lump it down the field because he's panicked or whatever. He was always looking for looking for feet. Yeah, I mean the the rise of him is, over the last twelve months has been has been so quick but really good. Obviously, he was great in the MK Don got MK Don's game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he he will provide Klopp, I think, with a lot of options in the next two years or so because you know you do at some point want to move Alexander Arnold into more of a midfield role, an advanced role. Suddenly we've got somebody who will provide an option at right back for yeah. you because you know the way he links up with with Elliot and you know provide you know provide and he can replicate something similar with with Salah or you know whoever fills up that that right wing role over the next few years. You know, suddenly there. I think you've def- you've got to get you've got a fellow good enough to, to to fill in that role, and perhaps that frees up Trent to push further on midfield. And actually, from what I've seen of him so far, you know, I, I think Alexander Arnold's been brilliant at right back. But in terms of defending, I think he's got the potential to potentially be a better defender than Trent because yeah. I think he's better in one-on-one battles. I think you know, I think he's got a little bit more of defensive resilience about him. Yeah. Um, and he's got that attacking threat at times. He's as got well. the same level of comfort on the ball. I think Gomez has got, but mm. I think I actually feel he's a little bit more comfortable in the in the other in the other half. It's early doors, of course, to, to, to tell that kind of stuff. Like, but if it means that Joe Gomez is able to be utilised at centre half, and we don't have to use Gomez at right back yeah. anymore, yeah. then I mean, again, it might be too soon. Like, I think he's our backup right back next season. Yeah, I think. I, I think- Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I don't think it's too soon. I think he's shown everything that he's a better right back than Joe Gomez in potential. Um, 
he'll need some experience to go out there and prove it. But as you said, he's better going forwards than Joe Gomez. He's more comfortable in the opposition half. Uh, he's not as good a defender yet, mm. but he's got the ability to be. He spots danger really well. There's a couple of times when, I think back to, if Joe's got any weaknesses, we saw it a couple of times last season when he was playing centre-half rather than right-back. That ball over his shoulder yeah. was always on. They tried it three times against Keanu Hoover and he dealt with it each time. I think one time it hits off his back, yeah. to be fair. Like, and yeah. it's a little bit lucky. But the other two times, he, he headed the ball away. He's timed it perfectly. And he, he's had a couple of men trying to bully him. And he wasn't he wasn't shaking that responsibility. He wasn't asking for help. And he was a bit of a leader as well. He was talking. Him and Seth Vandenberg was a bit of a leader in that back line as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll talk about him. But the, the fact that the two names that you know most are the two lads that are, are organising it bodes well for the future. Yeah. The player I actually want to talk about um, is, is Herbie Kane. Uh, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's all over that game. Like I, 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 will he be a Liverpool player? My honest thoughts are no. I don't think yeah. I don't think he will be a Liverpool a Liverpool player from moving forward. But he, he was I thought he was brilliant in terms of what he offered to the team. I mean, again, he's one of the. I don't even know how old he is. He looks about thirty. He's twenty one yeah. or twenty two. So twenty one, I think. Yeah. So he's you know he, he was in the bracket of being one of the more experienced lads in the side, and I thought he showed that he was he, he was a constant. He was there. For everything, you know, he's offering for the ball. He's getting himself into dangerous positions. He has two. He has. He has like what three opportunities. Three shots yeah. that I can remember. Um, yeah. in, inside the box, I think he's lacking a little bit of overall quality, Ben. But he and hair, and hair. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, but <laughs> he. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, I, I was. I was. I was Sorry, pleased. Yeah. I was just pleased with his performance, all, all, all told, because again, that was a game when. Mid, modern football is won and lost in the midfield, mm. and I think he actually, I think he did himself a load of credit. Yeah, he, obviously, yeah, he was he was always an option. He was getting himself into the box. He's one of the bigger lads in the side as well, so he's quite physical. Um, I, I agree. I mean, he went on loan to Doncaster last season. He, he did very, very well there. Um, Doncaster League One side. So you know, I, I wonder whether his his middle ground he finds himself in the Championship eventually. Because I, I, yeah. I think I agree. I don't, I don't think he. I don't think he's going to cut the mould at Liverpool just not just because of the quality of the players we've got in the squad more than anything else. But yeah, no, as I say, he was always an option. I think that's key. You know, when when periods where we had the ball for long periods of spells, long spells, long periods of time, um, you know, it was it was important that everybody made themselves available because there, there, you know, there were stray passes every now and then. You know, it wasn't completely perfect on the ball. Um, but he was one of the. I thought he was one of the better players in possession, as you say, getting into the box as well. He has the chance, doesn't he? Like I think, is it still at nil nil where the keeper makes a really good save? You know, yeah. the, the, you know, you know, you can't ask much more of him in that situation. He, he works the goalkeeper. He keeps he worked, the shot low. I think he worked the goalkeeper on all of his shots. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, yeah. I don't think he misses one wide at all. Like you know, there's a header in there as well, a couple of shots. But he works the goalkeeper. I was I was really intrigued to to see Herbie Kane last night because I started it with this preconception of oh he's not very good he's not going to make it and by the end of the game I was like he's not completely changed my mind on this but he's got something where he, he was able to step his ability or he, he was able to show more than what I've heard about him and, and maybe seen over the last couple of years and he's I don't know physically where he is. Because him and, and, and Kiravey has definitely bulked up. Mm-hmm. It looked like he left his coat hanger in his shirt compared to the <laughs> other lads because he's just a bit wider than that. 
I don't know whether, I'm not going anywhere near as to say Herbie Kane's overweight because I don't think you can judge them in a football kit. But he, he's thick, yeah. isn't he? He's just a little bit thicker than the others and well, doesn't you quite team as when well. You looked at like feels a little bit like a, a throwback midfielder. And yeah. you know, he said modern midfielder, and I agree, he played like a modern midfielder. But he looks like a 90s midfielder physically, if yeah. you know what I mean. You, you're not used to seeing. It's the hair. It's yeah, maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's, it's there. The like. No, he, um, him and Pedro, I thought, I thought were really good in the game. All told, I think again, a lot of responsibility placed on those lads' shoulders. And look, if they're they're in the twenties, if that's right about Kane, K- actually, I've not followed his career at all. I have followed Pedro Carvajal randomly because I interviewed him about four years ago when he was when he was very new to the squad, and. Um, I, I thought they they held up really well on the night. You know, a couple of mistakes in both of them, but there the, the will be. Um, I, I, I again, I, I don't see a future for them at Liverpool. But I don't. I I, I, I had hope in January they both get good offers from somewhere because yeah. I think that's what that game was. I think it was a combination of the lads who are I think are ready and they're probably we actually don't know what time of film and who's actually you've got on the plane. But you know, if you told me the Keanu Hoover and Elliot were on the plane to Qatar, I'd be like, yeah, obviously. If you then told me, would there be me, someone else that you'd pick? Um, I'd probably take Vandenberg just for the experience. From what I've read this morning, I think Elliot's staying and Hoover is going. Yeah, I mean Hoover. I Hoover makes sense because we're yeah. a bit like we're a bit yeah. lightweight in that. In that, but I mean, this is the point: is that if you told me they were going with the first team, I'd go. That makes sense because they're the lads most ready to, to to go and be in with that squad. Then you've got a clutcher lad too for whom they're playing for a loan. So you're probably looking at like maybe Kelleher. You're looking at and, and then. Loan slash sale, depending, you know, putting themselves in the shop window. So you've got your your mm-hmm. Herbie Canes and your Pedro Kilaveas. And then you've got a bunch of really young lads who it's just they're just it's just a good experience for them. It's too soon to tell where, where they really are or whatever. And that's how the team was kind of kind of broken down. So I hope I hope they're all able to get something good out of it. The thing about this game ultimately, Chris, is that you know, football at the top level is defined by small moments and small margins. And the second they got that free kick. I was like, was it the handball? Yeah, it was Herbie Kane handballs, yeah. it doesn't he? And I, I just, remember, I just thought to myself, this is how they're going to score because that's what happens in the in these things. All the, all of your your spunk and fight, you know, that you've shown so far, just gets totally cut out from under you because the big boys teams just score from situations like that. And you know, the fir- that's the first goal comes from a free kick. It's a bit, of, it goes straight in. It's one of those mad situations. Guy waves a leg at him in front of the goalkeeper. We see them going at all levels. Yeah, your, your goalkeeper can't do anything about that because he's got to he's got to be reacting to the guy getting a flick on the ball. Yeah. And you know, I'm gutted for Keller and when I watched it back as you know, watching it in the ground, you can't see it very well, oh, fucking hell Keller. But then you're like, hang on a minute, that lad's fucking so close to getting the ball. In fact there's another one in the second half where they have a free kick and they whip it in and it almost the same thing happens, but he holds his ground this time and just catches yeah. the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, that's why, you know, he's, he's learned from it yeah, in the sure same game, yeah. which is great to see. Um, so yeah, but Liverpool's goals that we can see that we're all just a little bit like that. I mean, that second like. one, that's that's the heartbreak because you can deal with one thing. How do you how do you respond to that? To stick a cross in, for it to come off the lads and loop perfectly into the far into the far corner, completely yeah. unsavable. I mean, you put Allison's not saving that. No. You know, and the then, la- and then and these the kids are two nil down. This game over. At that the disappointing point. thing is, Paul, that this the shoulders slumped yeah. when that one went in yeah. because it was a proper blow. Yeah. Because because it's so unlucky. And you watch watch the highlights back and they always go, oh, yeah. and you're like, 
there's no coming back from that now. And the thing is, again, I think the, the third, that's a bit unlucky with the third. It's another one where people, someone puts a foot in and it just Johnny breaks. Hoover and then set. And yeah. then the, the problem oh, no, with the, the, one, then, the is it? fourth yeah. one is just uh, that it's probably the Villas, one of Villas, it's, it's a well worked goal, mm. but that it was. You could see they were toiling a bit at that point. They really needed half time, and not like you know you, you think there's a good staging area for a fight back at three 0 or whatever. But it would have just been something just just get to half time at three 0 and you can think well we can maybe give them a bloody nose. But the second the fourth goal goes in, it's a dead rubber, and you can see lots of people lots of people got off and and all that. It was a bit. It was a real. I just thought know, it was a real shame. One thing them. that. I can't imagine many people are talking about it, but something that I really liked. Pedro Caravaggio was on corners, wasn't he? Yeah. And we're 2-0 down, and he hits that routine corner to Keanu Hoover. Perfect time for something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're 2-0 mm -hmm. down, you're just trying to get something in there, yeah. rather than that hit and hope into the box where Seth Vandenberg was maybe the only lad who was taller than any, taller of, than any of their players. Yeah. Just work something off the training ground and try and get a little bit of something like. And Keanu Hoover's shot's really good actually and causes a little bit of mayhem in the box because of it. Yeah. I thought that was really intelligent from Pedro Kirovay to do that at that time. Like. Yeah. yeah. I, I think just to go back to your earlier point, Paul, there was 20 minutes between the second and third goal, um, and obviously three minutes between the first and the second. The second goal went in and I kind of went, Ooh, like you begin to fear at that point that it, you know really it really could, but I think actually the response to the second goal, you know, I know they slumped a little <coughs> bit, but the response to the second goal in general was okay because they kind of then weathered the sport. That that could have been three, that could have been four nil before the half hour mark if it, you know if if it had gotten really bad. Um, but but you know they they ride the storm a little bit, and obviously you know it, it doesn't sound as if they do because they end up four nil down by half time. Nevertheless, but I think to then to, to you know to to, to sort of. Like maintain composure after the okay, we, we've conceded two, you know, daft, you know, unlucky goals to carry on from there. I thought, I thought was possibly one of the biggest positives from the night, Riley. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it does make you wonder a little bit what what could have happened if we just had a couple more lads. You know what I mean? Klopp probably doesn't want to know. He probably didn't yeah. want. Probably didn't want extra two extra games. No, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely. But I, I just I looked at that team and I just thought. If you put Curtis Jones and Brewster into that team, and maybe Nico Williams, do you just get? Would that have been enough to give it, a, to give them a little bit more? It's a little bit, a little bit more quality, and because ultimately all of our quality was on the pitch was restricted to Keanu Hoover and Elias down that side. They, they're the two lads who looked capable. They look at the, they, they played at Villa. You, you, you think good senior, good senior professionals do feel it's a bit disappointing. But the um, the highlights, Chris, I, I had a really good time. I, you know, it was a good sing song. We got a big, good, a good few bouts of fuck the Tories of when Bor uh, when Boris Johnson dies. That was great. Um, and your personal favourite? Honestly, mate, just singing to the Villa fans when they walk out the door, and and it's four nil to us, and they and you know to, you them. Get to, to them apologies, and we're just giving it the bitters because they're the ones walking out was just fantastic. Yeah, singing show them the way to go home was just. I love it. It was just a, there was a great sense of humour from the from the crowd all, all, all game long. By and large, everyone kind of turned up, had a laugh, knew what they were watching. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the players give it the biff, as the fans give it give it plenty. Of, yeah, it was a great experience. And it, it was a shame, but I think ultimately, it's a good experience for the lads who were on the pitch. I thought it was nice that they took a load of the uh, the lower youth levels and they were in the stands as well watching it. So there's something just there's just one of those things there where. You've got, a, you know, you, you know, listen, who was, I think, will go on and have really good careers. You've got your lads who will go on and have careers at various levels of the game. And then beneath that, you've then got, like, you had, like, the under-16s and the 15s or whatever watching in the stands who will be looking at that going, I could be, I can be those lads. 
You know, that's mm. a shouldn't be underestimated. That they've just played a senior professional game of football for Liverpool in one of the major in a fucking quarter final of the cup competition. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, really? No, it is. Like, it's ridiculous, but it's great that you know it's one of those things that if you can if we can spin it to a positive, it might not be a positive we see this season, but it might be a positive that we reap as it as it progresses. But yeah, there we go. That is Liverpool, Aston Villa in the Carabao Cup five nil. What a mad, what a mad day. Um, thanks very much, Jed. Thank you very much for watching, for listening and for subscribing. Um, the lads are over in Qatar. They'll be doing some more content around that. And we'll be back tomorrow Yeah, for another final word show. <laughs> yeah. Never stops. It's mad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll see you all there. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.